Hi guys, welcome to the Make It Count podcast, where we're having conversations that matter in a life and a world that is busy, overwhelming and noisy. We want to cut through that and look at what does it mean to make it count. Yeah. So today, diving straight in, we're going to talk about expectations. Oh, expectations. I feel like that can split a room. Definitely. Especially when they're not communicated. Oh, interesting. That's where we go. I mean, I was thinking, and I think some people have talked about this before, but expectations, some people see them as something that has elevated their performance. Mm. But some people receive expectations as a burden that dampens their life, their performance, their... It's like a pressure. It's a pressure. That doesn't help them. So for you, which way would you swing? I mean, it's maybe not quite so binary, but generally expectations, are you thinking more positive, more negative? I think that when I have accurately set expectations for myself, I'm, I'm, it's good, it's a positive thing. But there have been times when I've had an expectation of something, not even really noticed it until after the fact, and it's gone badly or got wound up, and then reflecting on it afterwards, gone, ah, the reason why that was such a bad experience was because what happened didn't match up with my expectations. But because I hadn't really thought about the fact that I had such strong expectations, I wasn't able in the moment, in that time, to uh, to even move towards that. I was just hoping that that would happen. So you had unclear expectations on yourself, for yourself, yeah. that led to disappointment, yeah. frustration. Yeah. Yeah, all of those good things. Overwhelm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you thinking of something specific when you say that? The most recent example I have is the the last working week of last year, 2021. Uh, It was just a half week, the run up to Christmas, and most people uh, in my company were taking the week off. There were a few people working, and I was thinking, great. Awesome. It's going to be a fairly quiet week. There's not going to be a load of stuff coming into the inbox, not going to be a load of new demands. And I will be able to crack on with a couple of the sort of on the back burner projects which never get attention, but could help us just move things work smoother. Monday morning, it turned out to be a complete nightmare. And there was a lot of stuff on my plate already from the get go. And I realized pretty soon, this is not going to be the week I hoped it was going to be. And I ended up going right onto the wire on the 23rd when I um, was finally signing off before I was able to kind of put out all the fires. Uh, it just stressed me out. It was a really stressful, <laughs> tiring, frustrating week. And if if I'd gone in with the mindset of, okay, this is what I hope, but plan for and expect that there's probably going to be some disruptions and some curveballs, I wouldn't have found it so stressful. Hmm. So that, I, I suppose, yeah, it sounds like you put quite a lot in those expectations. Maybe you hadn't communicated that to your team or maybe, like you said, actually, these other things were the priority. So I had to hold my hopes and expectations a little bit more loosely than you did. Sure. Yeah. And, and even having, I think I, I'd in my mind been like, ah, oh, nice. Look forward to that last week. It's going to be fairly chill. But I hadn't really made any allowance for what if that's not the case Uh, and plan for how am I going to respond when a million things come in on on my plate first thing on Monday morning. Mm. 
So yeah, that was definitely expectations that you had for you mm. in your workplace. But a lot of times, the expectations we engage with are other people's expectations on us or for us. Yeah. Which is interesting. Absolutely. Well, well, I mean, you, you, I felt like you're, you're going somewhere with this. Well, so. you know, I didn't want to turn it into a... <laughs> I was a bit worried that I'm just asking all the questions. I mean, I'm really comfortable to do that. So I'll just keep asking you questions about these expectations Great. that are okay, externally on you. As soon as I have a, a mental freeze, and... I'll just stop for five seconds and then you'll have to rescue me. <laughs> How's that for an expectation? No. <laughs> um, yeah, because, and I, I think because we've talked to various people and... As I said, even right at the beginning, I think those expectations can be positive. I can think of times in my life where someone's expectation on me pulled me higher. Mm. And I think one specific example was, man, it's a bit scary how long ago this already is. But I think it was my second year of university, which is nearly a decade ago now. And I took on this responsibility to run and really set up and run the badminton club. I think I've talked about that before. Mm. And I interviewed for it with the student union and with Badminton England. And, I, you know, they were like, hey, you sound like you know what you're doing. Here, have a go. And then I remember finding out that I got it. And I was like, oh, great. What now? Like, <laughs> can I do this? And I was, you know, I talked to my dad and dad was like, yeah, you can do this and you're going to do this really well. And actually, you have a great opportunity here too. And he just spoke into me of, at that point, I was like, ah, freeze, panic. My expectation mm. is total failure. But he came in and said, hey, you're going to be able to do this really well. Of course you can do this. You're good at this and this and this. <laughs> and that pulled my performance higher. And after two years, it was a success that I almost lived into and up to that expectation. Mm. For sure. Absolutely. I've definitely heard people talk about this idea before. I've heard Tim Elmore and his um, his guys talk about it in terms of education and in the classroom. And that idea of kids will live either up to or down to your expectation of them. So if you think... They're going to be little terrors. They're not going to learn and they're definitely not interested. That will affect the way that you start to treat them and they will then fall to that floor. If you start to set higher expectations and say, I know that you've got better in you and I believe that you can and you don't let them get away with not giving their own best, then they will start to live up to those expectations. And it's not a case of setting unrealistically high expectations but it's about going well what actually is your real potential and how can we help you to live up to that rather than live way below your potential because that's what I see already in you Mm. Uh, I think one of the things you just said to jump in on that that is important that maybe softens the hardness sometimes of expectations is that combination with belief Mm. if somebody external has put an expectation on us I think it goes the positive or the negative way on one our relationship with that person and two do they genuinely believe or is it just a hey we just expect this performance from everyone we expect it from you sure. regardless of who you are you're, you're just, just a another, piece in the machine yeah, like come be you know be better basically because everyone responds to someone when they shout at you be better <laughs> <laughs> 
I think that's true. Uh, that real, yeah, and it's also in that situation, probably in others as well, are, is the person who's setting the expectation willing to also equip you to get there as well? I mean, because for me, in that story, my dad definitely helped. He helped me come up with a plan of what that looks like, put some stuff together, connect with the right people to get even equipment in, to how I would run and organise mm. this thing, to who I needed to talk to about facilities, all that sort of stuff. So there was a, there was a, you know, just like, hey, you can do it and I'll see you next year. <laughs> sure. I suppose for you as well, it, you can see that very clearly. It was, ah, yeah, there's, I, I expect you can do this really well, but actually almost in that statement is the belief. I, I believe in you. I, I believe you can do this and I will give you a few helping points to, to move you in that right direction. Mm. Definitely. And maybe that's when it is. Without, without the belief, then the expectations become a burden. Mm. Maybe that reflects a, a doubt in ourselves as well. It's like, oh, maybe I can't hit my own expectations for myself mm. or or actually I they've got these expectations on on me that I don't believe I can do and so maybe that belief is a is a really key part of expectations on us for us through us all those sorts of ideas it's interesting I'm just thinking in my uh thinking in my mind no not again <laughs> what a great yeah. <laughs> i'm thinking in my mind about this as we're talking <laughs> and relating it to some of the habit things that i've learned over the last few years obviously you've got your habits for life course which i think is excellent and one of the things that i've heard a few times repeated is it's really helpful to have multiple people involved if you want to start a habit or continue and make that a thing so whether it happens to be working out or turns out that you want to learn how to sew or knit or whatever it is you have that group and and I think part of the reason that some people have suggested that is is we are less likely to want to let someone else down than we are to let ourselves down we're quite we quite quickly let ourselves off the hook our own if if the only person expecting us to do something is ourselves we're very easy to go you know what today's an off day i'll start tomorrow whereas if you're going i want to exercise every morning and you've arranged with your mate to meet down at the park at seven in the morning to go for a run and you don't turn up you're you know you're letting them down and nobody wants to be that person so there is something of the power of expectation there. Mm. But I think the the challenge, the difference here is it's not your mates turned up one day and said, right, I expect you to turn up to the park every Sunday or every morning at seven o'clock. It's no, we're choosing this together mm. and we're going on that journey together. Yeah. And I think that's interesting as well. That idea of choice, like you said, when it's an external demand placed upon you, maybe unasked for not de- not desired even mm. that is more difficult and and that maybe that's when the expectation can be inhibiting whether we withdraw and experience it as negative and i suppose some people would maybe challenge into that and say well that you can still choose <coughs> how you respond to that you mm. can choose whether you receive that as a burden or as an opportunity to 
rise to that challenge and uh, live up to that expectation. That's sort of some of the Viktor Frankl stuff is, you know, they can do everything to you, but they can't take away that. And you can always choose how you respond in these situations, how you think about and engage with these. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's easy. And we've all been in, I think, situations where, yeah, that, that was an expectation. And that wasn't really fair. That was tough. That was difficult. And maybe not responded well. <laughs> yeah. Tying it back to the belief thing. So I think it's really important the more I think about it. Because if someone else goes, I have this expectation of you and I believe that you can do it, that they've spoken into you and they've already started to equip you with that. And that can help you to have the self-belief of maybe I can achieve this. That's a high expectation, but maybe I can achieve this. When we've got expectations on ourselves, they I think they probably come from deep-seated beliefs and there is a negative side to this as well. So, for example, if you happen to have grown up and either a teacher or peers or some adult figure, maybe a parent figure, actually had really negative expectations and said, you will never amount to anything, or and constantly spoke that into you, that, that negative belief sets an expectation of, I will never amount to that, or I won't be able to achieve that. And that can lead to quite negative life outcomes if you never address that, uh, what's that, what are they called? Self-limiting belief. Um, you know, what do you make of that? Oh, wow, you just shut that at me. I think, yeah, we're, we're, as we're, we're conversing, having this conversation, we're definitely starting to see that link between expectation and belief, whether it's on ourselves, from ourselves, or maybe on us from somebody else. Mm. And maybe even for some people listening, they have that opportunity to have that for other people, that there are people that they are a leader for. And, oh, yeah, I have all these expectations for people, but have I really believed in them? Do I really think they can? Hmm. They are able to live up to that? Or is um, it just a stick to beat them with? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, they're, they're going to fall short and you're just guarding yourself from potential disappointment. Wow. Even. And, and But I suppose with all of the, and maybe that's maybe the three main elements or, or ways I'm viewing this in those different positions... But I wonder, what do you do with all this? Can you just go, right, I believe in myself and everyone. You know, what is an appropriate response to mm. this combination of expectation and belief? I suppose coming off the back of a couple of episodes we've just done, we did a re- one on reflecting and we've done one on looking forwards. I think when it comes to some of the uh, internal beliefs that we, ha- we hold for ourselves, Perhaps some of the work that's required, as with many things in life, is just going, okay, I'm going to observe. Are there any areas in my life where I maybe keep trying to do things and it just keeps flopping and it keeps failing or I never even go for stuff? What can I learn from that? And just start to poke around a little bit, get curious. Is there an underlying belief there that I've picked up somewhere along the way that I will never be able to do that? And for that reason, I am now exhibiting behaviours of self, um, what's the word, sabotage, self-sabotage. And I just, I will never even go for it because I believe that I will end up in failure. Or every time I go for it, I actually make it fail to kind of reinforce that narrative I have about myself. So that's part of it, I think, poking around at the past, having curiosity there. 
and just start, start to go, well, is that true? Where did I pick that piece of um, belief up about myself? And, and then looking forwards or looking to the present going, okay, what expectations am I currently living up to? Or even whose expectations am I currently living up is there, is there a voice from an external thing that I'm feeling oppressive or perhaps even lifting up? Or, or are these basically, is it majority internal voices that are really voices of people from the past that are still living on and I'm allowing them to continue to control my life in those ways? And then looking to the future, okay, who do I need to get around? Who do I need to be with to start speaking those positive beliefs in to enter into maybe a partnership or a, uh, a group where we can go, let's go and do this together and, and move forwards in that. There's a, there's a lot there. I definitely think that part of identifying the expectations that maybe are, are in your life is important. I mean, I was thinking recently we were with a few friends and we were deciding to order a takeaway. And it was, it was quite <laughs> funny because one of the people said, hey, like, I'm a bit busy doing some work. Can you guys order the takeaway? So it's fine. We ordered a takeaway. It came... We all sat around the table, looked at the takeaway, and this one person looked at it, and you could just see they were disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of confusion, and that's because they hadn't relinquished their expectations on what that meal was going to look like. Yeah, they said, "I don't want to be involved in it," but actually, I'd preferred if you'd ordered all the food I did want. Yeah, without saying that, and so <laughs> those moments can. We all laughed about it. Obviously, it was like, oh, you didn't communicate those things, but you also didn't relinquish your expectations yeah. from it. So it's always funny. Those things show up. But they're also, that's in the small things and the big things. And so identifying those moments of, oh, yeah, I have these expectations on myself or I have these expectations on other people. Mm. Just starting with that allows you then to clearly understand that within yourself but also to start maybe communicating those to other people mm. oh yeah i just have that expectation in this friendship that this is what it looks like that's okay i believe you could do that or uh, because to pretend we don't have expectations i think is wrong we We're do just deluding ourselves yeah, at that point we do have expectations and many of us have negative experiences of expectations which is why i think sometimes we say we don't but mm. we do. Everywhere we show up, we have an expectation. When you <clears throat> go to your favourite music band, you have an expectation of what that is going to look like. When you go out to the theatre or go for food, every time you show up with a friend or with your family, you have an expectation of what that is going to look like. Mm. And to understand what those are and what you would like and what you need that to look like, that can elevate that experience or it can dampen it, like you said. Man, my week was rubbish. It was stressful. It was exhausting. It wasn't anything like what I expected. Hmm. But who was expecting that? You for you. And nobody else is involved in that. And actually, maybe you'd put too much in that expectation because you said, these are the back burner jobs that are not important. And it turns out there were all these other important things that well, I did have to do. You say they weren't important. Oh. They were not important. Urgent. They were not, not urgent. urgent. Yeah. They weren't fires. Important. So they didn't urgent. need putting out. <laughs> And this takes me back to the first thing I said at the beginning of the episode. Uh, it's unspoken expectations is where all the damage potential is. In 
any arena. You think, oh, if, for example, at work, some your your manager comes up to you and goes, we're, we're disappointed in you because you haven't done this. And that's the first time you've heard that's the expectation. That's totally unreasonable. Whereas if the conversation has happened ahead of time, this is the expectation we have for your work or your conduct or this project. And you get the opportunity to go, well, hang on, what? Is that a good expectation? I, I don't agree with that expectation. Or, yeah, let's sign up to that expectation. Everyone is bought, bought in. Um, and it's just, I think it can be the same thing with friendships, with relationships, with whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be that formal. But, ah, what, why do I get, you know, why are we having this conflict? Oh, because one or both of us have expectations that we have not communicated. And there's something strange. I think we often, it's so easy to go around and become very passive aggressive in, well, you're not meeting my expectations, so I will either punish you or try and communicate that without communicating it. And you will have to mind read me. And all you're getting is, they're angry at me. Why are they angry at me? Now I'm angry at them. And and it goes both ways. So it's like, why are we so averse to just going, Here's what I want. What do you want? You know, here's what I hope. What do you hope? And I suppose that's just what expectations are, what we want and hope. What's so scary about just bearing that and going, here's my cards. This is what I hope for. And maybe that is a fear because if I came to you and go, hey, by the way, Matt, as my brother, I expect and hope these things from you or in our friendship, that could feel like a burden. Mm. if I don't really believe that you're going to do that or you're going to be able to do that. And then you're at a bit of a crossroads because it's like, okay, what happens now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does the relationship change? All that to say, we're wrapping up here. It feels like a bit of a cliffhanger, a bit sudden. I would just like to chuck out uh, maybe a question to anyone listening. What are your experiences of expectations? Maybe they're more positive, maybe they're more negative. What are you thinking about this conversation? And did you want a part two? If you do, you have to let us know. Awesome. Um, sorry. <laughs> I love that. I love those questions. And I suppose one more thing, just to throw it out. What are your expectations for 2022? This is the Make It Count podcast, where life is busy, overwhelming, noisy, and full of unspoken expectations. We want to be having conversations that are full of purpose, and cut through the noise. Ultimately, we want to help you guys and we ourselves to make it count. See you next week.